back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. My name's Clayton, and I'm super excited to get into the news today. But before we get things started, check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines. We'll post an update every time a new episode goes live. Follow us on YouTube at Headlight Headlines, where you can always find a video version of this podcast. And let's get started here with an article about Rivian having a pretty significant recall in their lineup of both the R1S and R1T EVs. So for Rivian, the R1T is their pickup truck as pictured here. The R1S is their SUV. So they have announced that they will recall 12,000 of its 2022 models to fix an improperly tightened fastener, which is very interesting because at first you're like, fastener, what is, like, how is that going to affect the vehicle? What kind of fastener is that? So they're saying here that that fastener connects the front upper control arm and the steering knuckle, which have had two reports of that coming loose. Um, and they are currently notifying owners. And if you own one of these vehicles, you will be notified by November 24th. Um, but this is a pretty significant safety issue, to be honest. So this fastener has a lot to do with the steering of the vehicle, where it attaches to the steering knuckle. Um, and also just the general structure of the vehicle with that front upper control arm. So... If this, if this fastener um, like comes off or something like that, it can have a tremendous safety impact. So obviously we don't want this to happen. Uh, so they're recalling their vehicles. They have only built a total of 15,000 vehicles. And so if they're recalling 12,000 of those, that's pretty close to all of the vehicles that they made, which is kind of scary. And there's always going to be recalls with automakers, especially with new models coming out, um, and especially from these new brands that are coming out that haven't really made vehicles before. So it's good to see they're getting on this as quickly as possible. Um, and hopefully they, I mean, obviously they're going to recall and properly tighten the fastener and double check and make sure that it's on there correctly. So thankfully they're getting these sorted out. Um, if you have one of these vehicles, look out for a message from Rivian about that so that you can get that fixed because we want you all staying safe out there. Um, But yeah, good to see Rivian's trying to be on top of things. Next up, we have the 2023 facelift of the Nissan Versa, which is a pretty cool little car from Nissan. It is their cheapest vehicle they offer, and it's under $20,000. Last week, we talked about another vehicle under $20,000 that was updated. So now we're going to see how this one compares. Um... And so they did a little bit of a styling facelift here in the front. You can see um, they have a new package. 
so that's cool. But it keeps the same engine, 1.6 liter four cylinder, putting out 122 horsepower, which is decent for a sub twenty thousand dollar car. And so they have three three trim levels of the Nissan Versa. They have the S, which is the base model, the SV, and then the SR. Um, this car you can get standard with a five speed manual, which is pretty cool, I think. Um, and then they're added this new package called the S Plus package, which kind of gives some of the. Since you can only get the manual on the base model, it allows you to have the manual and some of the other cool packages. So it adds CarPlay on this S Plus package, 16 inch wheels, and the split folding rear seats. Um, and that helps actually give the base model some stuff. Because CarPlay, I think, is pretty necessary if you are an Apple user at all. It's awesome. I love it. Um, but now the S gets standard lane departure warning, front and rear automatic braking, high beam assist, keyless entry, and some infotainment stuff. So I think that's pretty cool that they have all that on the S. Very similar to the other car we looked at last week. Um, SV adds a couple more things, armrest, and then... The SR last year was just over 20000 so it'll probably be a little bit more expensive than that. And last year, the uh, base price was 16675 which is super cheap. Definitely worth um, if you need a new car. So obviously, it's going to be a little bit more expensive this year. Everything is going to be, uh, but yeah. Next up, we have a very interesting story um, on the Honda Fit, which we don't hear about really much here anymore because they don't make them in the United States market anymore. But this is the Japanese version of the Honda Fit, and they have a new RS edition of it um, where they're working with Mugen to kind of kit out the car. So this company makes a lot of aftermarket cosmetic pieces for vehicles, especially Honda. Um, and so it's got some pretty cool aero pieces on it. You can see it has this kind of under the grill, what are they calling it? Three piece under spoiler, which is like this part right here. Kind of cool. Obviously red accents on some stuff. You can see it's got side skirts over here. Um, and then on the back, you can see a couple more things. They're saying it comes in crystal red, metallic. Oh, this part is crystal red metallic, sorry. Um, they're kind of giving it more of like a sporty paint job. You can see here they've got a wing on the back, which is interesting. No Honda badge on the back, but the Mugen badge. Um, it's kind of got this rear diffuser back here. Pretty cool. They're saying it's got some dry carbon on this area right here where the emblem is. Um, and they're saying you can get some of these pieces on the non-RS version as an add-on, which is kind of cool. Um, but I think this is silly. Obviously, people are going to buy it 
doesn't change really much about the fit. Still being a slow car. They only have one performance item. High performance air filter, which is not going to do squat. Uh, but you can see they've got some new vents here. Uh, I think it's just going to replace some fake vents. Nothing too crazy. Um, they said it's going to roll out by December in Japan. And there should be some U.S. importers with access to them. So we might see them, like videos and stuff coming out of them by the end of the year or next year, which I think is pretty cool. It's very interesting to see the Honda Fit. I wish there was interior pictures, how it has like these updated headlights and all this stuff. Because the last version we got here was nothing fancy. Didn't have those, that's for sure. And then with our last story today, kind of a expansion on another story we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It is the iPhone 14 automated crash detection. Um, so we talked a few weeks ago about a story where a man, his iPhone fell off his mount on his motorcycle and it triggered this crash detection. And apparently there are some other things that are um, making this crash detection go off. And that is being roller coasters, which is very odd. They're saying that they have had six automated crash detection calls at Kings Island alone, which is interesting. I wonder how many there really are at all the amusement parks. Um, and they're saying the main story is from Cincinnati, Kings Island, which I've been to before. Um, a lady got on the bumper cars who she got off a roller coaster got in line for the bumper cars and realized like she pulled her phone out and saw oh there's all these calls from first responders which means that while she was on the roller coaster it triggered that crash warning or crash detection and it does this because it goes off the speed that you're traveling with so it detects motion over 256 G's and if there's like it pairs with the gyroscope to see if there's a sudden change in direction um, and things like that to detect a crash, basically. it try They try to single out certain things that occur when a crash occurs, but there are similar cases of that in these amusement park rides and like roller coasters and stuff. So that's setting those off accidentally so hopefully they can figure out a way to make this more precise obviously the guy whose phone fell off I feel like that one is justified um, but I don't think the roller coaster one should be occurring but that's gonna be it for today's episode like I said at the start follow us on Twitter at hlines. we'll post an update every time a brand new episode goes live and also check us out on YouTube at Headlight Headlines, where you can always find a video version of this podcast. And with that being said, have a great day, stay safe, and I'll see you all in the next episode.